Oh, no. All right. I think we're good to go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Oh No with Anna Campion. It's me, your host, Anna Campion. And I'm here doing another, um, you know, Campion's Clause, as it were. Anna's Alcohol. Um, and I'm reviewing White Claw Variety Pack number two, numero dos. I'm going to go in order of the flavors as they appear on the packaging. Well, actually, I say packaging. I mean, as I just Googled on their website, how they, the order in which they appear in. Um, full disclosure, this is so far my favorite of the variety packs that have been released um, of one, two, and three. I haven't tried the Surge or the iced tea yet, so I can't comment, but um, I, I believe that um, my rankings are gonna really shift a lot from the last video, if you'll, if you'll remember with me fondly. Um, so yeah, uh, without further ado, um, let's get cracking. Okay. And let's listen up. Ooh. That's nice. Let me just double check to make sure this is on. And it is. Excellent. Just making sure that my mic is on. Okay, so first flavor we have is lemon. Lemon. Can you focus on that? Focus. Anyway, um, lemon is our first flavor. Now, let's just take a quick sip. already blows doors off of lime, in my opinion. I think, um, I think lemon has been really uh, pushed to the side in favor of its green brother lime. But um, I mean, I love, I like a lemon more than I like a lime, I think. I don't know. Uh, you know, leave your thoughts in the comments below. But I just really think that lemon is better than lime. I also just want to say, particularly to the podcast listeners, if you hear any little various noises and such, that is um, my intern slash tenant slash roommate slash friend um, making us ramen eggs for tomorrow. So they might be in and out of frame because they offered to deliver me the second round of White Claws. So... Um, but yeah, lemon, I just find it really refreshing. Really good as, to me, this is a great happy hour or day drinking flavor because it's super light. It's, it's, it's not super sweet. Like it's not, it's not going to get you, you're not going to be like, oh my God, that's a lot. I think this would also be extremely good in a vodka soda. As, a, as the soda, or maybe just a topper on top of it, um, as a little flavor enhancer. But yeah, I mean, I, I find it to be uh, extremely delicious, to be, you know, totally frank with you all. Um, it's not my favorite flavor in the pack, I already know that. But it definitely has already beat out um, black cherry lime and grapefruit. Like, I can tell you that right now. Mm. So, as you all may know, I took last week off because I was moving 
I am now in a new apartment. You can see this exposed brick behind me, huh? Pretty nice. Got this nice Ikea lamp here to, to, to my right. You may be seeing it on the, on the left side, but uh, regardless, doesn't really matter. Um, I'm in this nice yellow Ikea chair, got this side table, um, and I'm actually looking at our sort of TV station uh, console some may say, um, my roommate nodding along. Um, I feel a little self-conscious because I feel like I have an audience, a silent. Should I, should I be adding a laugh track? I mean, if, if you, not, don't force it, but like if you find something really funny, then all yeah. Over, all over emphasize whenever I find something. Okay, cool. Thank you. That's, that's well, actually, very cool. I won't need to, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so uh, we're waiting. We have to get a TV, we have to get a couch, we have to get a dining table, um, a little island bar cart thing, and then a little shelving unit for the bathroom and also like an entry table where we put like our shoes and stuff. But it's a really nice apartment. Um, I love my room. Um, I love my roommate. And um, yeah, I think uh, I think we both really like it so far. Granted, we've only both been living here since Sunday, uh, the 18th. <clears throat> For context, it's Tuesday the 20th. So I don't really think we've had an opportunity to engage in any heavy betrayal, um, but I did watch The Bachelorette without my roommate last night. However, they were working until 9.30. So like, what was I supposed to do? Not watch The Bachelorette? You're dead to me, they say. And yet, they're making me ramen. Housewife. Um, neighborhood's really nice. Um, the, uh, we live above a coffee shop. And the owner of the coffee shop is very kind, very sweet. Um, and was asking me today when I came back from an appointment I had this morning um, how like, you know, where I moved from and how I liked the area so far and how I liked the apartment. And so far we have nothing but really, really good things to say about it. Um, so yeah, I don't plan on really ever giving this apartment up to be honest with you, it's really fucking nice. So um, who knows, I could die in here, who knows. I'm, I just felt uh, pizza crumbs on my face. So I hope you guys can't see any of that. I can't see it on my little monitor, but it's very tiny. So, um, I don't know, I guess we'll see. Um, let's see, other than that, yeah, moved, that's good. Um, shout out Elliot, Elizabeth, Rachel, miss you guys, but uh, this apartment is uh, sick and I'm never gonna leave. Um, beyond that, uh, I don't know, there's not a ton happening for me, I did go on a date on Thursday. It went well. Um, my date, if you're listening, because uh, she did say that um, she listened to like half an episode of the podcast. Um, hi. I'll see you later. We do have another date coming up, so that's good. Mm. Yeah, just kind of cruising through bachelorette stuff, um, gosh, what else do I have to say?
I mean nothing. That's the truth of it. Mm, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good topic to cover. We have an office in this new apartment, which fucking rules. So sometimes we'll be like working next to each other. Working, I put in air quotations. Um, so that's kind of cute and cool. Um, I got the TikTok shower head with the little beans in it that compress the water. And I think it works pretty well, but we don't have very good water pressure. So I'm gonna have to email um, our landlord about that. Um, we did, unfortunately, just a few minutes ago, discover um, that there's mouse poop on the top of the counters. However, we think it's very old mouse poop. We haven't noticed any meesey mooseys in and around the area. Um, and, but because I think the, part, the apartment was vacant for a while, so I don't really think any mice came in because what would they do? There's nothing to snack on. There's no cheese in an empty apartment. Like, there's no, there's no cats to engage in, 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 in friendly enemy play fighting with for the entertainment of millions of children. This is a Tom and Jerry reference. Um, there's none of this, there's none of this. So we think it's pretty old and that the landlord just didn't clean it, which is like, can I just say, today is also, to clarify, the day that Jeff Bezos went into space I'm so fucking sick of rich people. Like, can you do like one fucking thing? I saw this crazy tweet and it was like, so, okay, so Jeff Bezos went into space and do you know who the, the other space launch was? Cause I saw that there have been two in the past nine days. Some other rich dickhead. Some other, yeah, some other, I wanted to say Tesla, Elon Musk, but I don't think it was. He's working on it, he's so incompetent. Oh, you know, you know what? No, it was the Virgin Mobile guy, Richard yeah, Branson. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos both like went to, I don't know, the stratosphere, like whatever, you know, the, basically, you know, they call it the edge of space when in reality it's the edge of the Earth's atmosphere. I mean, like, number one, if you're gonna do space, do space. Like, don't fucking pussyfoot it. Like, like you basically just went on a really high plane ride. Big fucking whoop. Like, I find the guy, the Red Bull guy who jumped from that, from the stratosphere to be way more impressive than Jeff Bezos who just like paid to like go that high and then come right back down. So that's weird. The other thing, is that like, I saw, so I saw this tweet and it was like, you know, maybe I'm just a relentless optimist, but I'm thinking that, you know, with these two private space launches in the past nine days, this could be really something that America gets behind together. And I'm like, are you an idiot? You know what America gets behind? The Olympics. Or like when we killed Osama bin Laden. Like shit that like actually represents the nation kind of thing and like when when um like when like americans of all creed and color come together in order to like do good things for, for out of uh, just because they want to do good things where like there's not really 
And I mean, you know, we can go into why maybe the killing of Osama bin Laden does not necessarily qualify. However, that being said, it's like the, it, you know, in theory, the reason that we wanted to kill Osama bin Laden was to like bring, you know, more peace to the world, whether or not that is true or not, whatever. The reason that people go to the Olympics, I mean, you know, for the individual athletic dream, of course, but also it's like, you know, it's this huge honor to like represent your country. Like they don't really, they don't get like paid anything to go to the Olympics. Like you're, they're not like, it's not a vanity thing. Neither of these things that, neither of these examples were really like vanity things by any means. Um, and even, you know, to go back, like when we beat the Russians into space, you know, better dead than red. I, I don't agree with that. I'm a democratic socialist, but regardless, um, we were only socialists and communists in this apartment. We welcome anarchists too, but I do, um, you know, that's just not what I am. Regardless, it doesn't really matter. But like the point being that like Americans unite around something when people come together for a common cause to no real benefit of their own like the the sort of the sum is the 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 sum the whole is greater than the sum of its parts kind of thing particularly in in a case of like the olympics or or any of these um you know the world cup or you know anything like that any of these like international sporting events um and even you know uh you know, like I said, when we beat the Russians into space and we actually got there before they did and like did it and went on the moon, like that was a, that was a huge scientific global achievement that America did. And so like, that's when people come together and that's when people are like, wow, that's, that's really amazing that like these, you know, seemingly average Americans, you know, no, no different than, you know, a person you might pass in the street um, with, you know, I mean, Simone Biles was built to be a gymnast, but, but you know what I'm saying? It's like people who just like worked hard at something, you know, going back to this like idea of the American dream, quote unquote. And I say all this stuff, I'm pretty skeptical of all this stuff. Don't get me wrong. I would not call myself a patriot by any means, but just going with this, with the idea of his argument, like the idea that like, like back in 2008, when I was 12 years old, and I watched the, and I was playing soccer and I watched the US women's national team like absolutely crush at the Olympics. Like that fucking ruled because like, I was like, that could be me. That could be anyone. That's like, these are just people just like me. These are average Americans. When, um, you know, Neil Armstrong like went to the moon and Buzz Aldrin, like they were just guys who were smart and like worked hard at it. And so the idea that like, okay, Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson, who both, um, you know, came from wealth and now are, cannot, could not get rid of their money fast enough if they burned it, um, are like, you know, taking money that could be given to, for example, like that could fund like, like, like what it took to go on that space trip could fund any school district for like an insane amount of years. It could like, like Jeff Bezos, I mean, you know, Jeff Bezos could solve world hunger. I don't know how he would do it necessarily, 
but he could do it. He has the money and he has the resources to be able to do it. We could eat him. Um, I think he's a small man. Yeah. I think he's a small man. Which is, which is why this whole tirade against Jeff Bezos is really a blow to all small sociopath recognition. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I don't know if I don't know if any bald, other bald small sociopaths who make their monies on who make their money on the backs of working people listen to my podcast. Um, but just go ahead and log off. It's not going to get any better for you guys. Um, you can give me a low rating. It's fine. I understand. I'm not. I'm not your demo. You're not my demo. Um, regardless. Um, it's, it's just so crazy that this, it's like this idea of like, this is a, an example of American excellence. Like, no, it's not. It's an example of what money can buy you and how greed has taken over the world, let alone the United States. Like there was no innovation. There was no work. It was like Jeff Bezos was just like, I want to go to the moon, and then he, or I want to go to space, and then he did it. And also, again, the most pussyfoot way possible. Um, so no, like of course Americans aren't gonna fucking like unite behind that. Like, what is there to unite behind? Like, okay, yeah, let's kiss the ass of the Amazon founder, and maybe just maybe he'll make Prime Day two days. Fuck off! Like that's such bullshit. Anyway. How will you unite behind Jeff Bezos just to tip in the atmosphere? <laughs> Jeff Bezos did just the tip the atmosphere. Um, I hope he gets some weird space disease and dies. Ideally. We're all, we're all rooting for it. That's what we can That'd all get great. behind. That's, that, that would be something that every American would get behind. That is something every American would get behind. Um, so yeah. All right, I'm coming up here on the last bit of this lemon. Extremely smooth finish, extremely refreshing throughout. I think my biggest qualm with the sweeter flavors like a black cherry is that sometimes when you get to the bottom of it, and I think this happens with other seltzers too. I don't notice this a ton with White Claw. Um, you get to the bottom of it and you're like, ooh, there's the malt you know, like, you know, as it, as it settles or whatever, like there's the malt. Not this bad boy. That's all lemony goodness, baby. Mm. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm drinking a can of pledge, but in a good way. You know what I mean? I feel like my insides are getting dusted. Mm. Garçon? What's next? I have the watermelon. I'll let you know when I need another. Okay. The service in this place is great. Your tip is getting to live here. What? Your tip is getting to live here. Okay. I guess that's a good tip. No. Your tip is being my friend. Aw. She called us friends. <laughs> um... My roommate and I have been best friends since August 2015, the second day of orientation. And we love each other. It all started with her Arya Stark Game of Thrones poster. I did. I had an Arya Stark Game of Thrones poster. And my current roommate 
came into me and Jillian's, my freshman roommate, came into our room, chatted. So like, is that Arya Stark from Game of Thrones? And I said, yes. There, I was like, that's so cool. Um, fun fact about that Arya Stark poster. That Arya Stark poster saw me have so much sex. And it's, it's such a funny detail in one of my favorite sex stories about myself, which is that when I was 18 years old, I had sex with a 24-year-old man who was back to give a talk at the business school about, um, about being a finance guy on Wall Street. And he came back to my freshman dorm with me and we um, had sex underneath the Ari Stark poster. And then his girlfriend tried to get me kicked out of my sorority. Um, and my president, the president of the sorority I was in said, my, pre no, the, my president, no. The president of the sorority I was in at the time said, no, we're not kicking her out. She's funny. And I was, and I am as evidenced by you listening to this podcast. Um, so yeah, love that Arya Stark poster. I think it tragically got left. I think, I think it's long gone, but honestly for the best that I don't have it anymore because Game of Thrones turned into sh such a shit show. But Arya Stark did have, I think, her and Sansa had the most satisfying uh, eighth season. Oh, for sure. That's eight season, yes. eight, yeah, eight, yeah, 8.5 maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, they had the best arcs. They, they had the best arcs. They did right. By yeah. Arya and you know what? I gotta say, you know what? I, here's what I will say about Game of Thrones it was an absolute clusterfuck, but I love that all the actors are just like people who are just like living their lives, like Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner is like the most famous person in the world and all, one of the most famous people in the world. And she just like chills with Joe Jonas and their baby. And she makes little TikToks about how um, she'll say stuff about like the Jonas Brothers were the best boy band of the noughties. And that's the tea. And like that fucks. Like what a cool way to live your life. That's the thing about, to kind of go back to the Bezos thing. If I was rich, you wouldn't hear from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I had the kind of money that these people have, like, yeah, you know, I'd make a pod, I'd have probably the podcast or whatever, but like, you know, you see this shit like Chrissy Teigen being like, mm, I'm so sad because like, I'm not getting engagement on things. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, you have what everyone in the world wants. Like, you have financial security, you have a happy, healthy family, you have a loving marriage, and you have like a great career behind you and probably in front of her too and she can't stop bitching about the fact that like she got banned off twitter for or like got kicked got you know run out of twitter for being an absolute see you next tuesday to courtney stoddard back in the day um i don't have all the good details on that so if you are curious about that i do highly encourage you to to google it i think that um there's this one video on youtube by a creator named swoop like S-W-O-O-P and um, they go into it really well. Like the, like, you know, it's called like the downfall of Chrissy Teigen or something like that. So really interesting, but regardless, um, anyhow, it's like 
with uh, with with the Game of Thrones cast, it's like they're all just like like they're they they've they've achieved like one of the greatest dream like one of the most amazing things an actor can do. Like they're on, they're on one of the most successful television shows of all time. They're Emmy nominees, Emmy winners, you know, Golden Globe nominees, Golden Globe winners. And they're just like, yeah, and now we're just like, you know, yeah, we're acting and yeah, we're hanging out and we're just kind of, you know, vibing. And um, I can't think of a single one that I've been like, God, oh, Jesus Christ, this fucking person. Anyway, we're on to White Claw number two. And this might be my number one. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes in the, in the rankings. But White Claw Watermelon. Focus. 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 Hold on, maybe I have to put it here for it to focus. Uh, yeah, watermelon. That's the trick of it. Um, let's take a first sip. Let's see how it goes. Mmm! Mm -mm 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 -mm. That tastes like summer, baby. That tastes like... That tastes like an outdoor concert. You know what I'm saying? Like that tastes like, um, that tastes like every fun summer memory you had as a kid, except it's gonna get you fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like it tastes exactly, like to me, it tastes exactly like, um, like uh, swim meets and um, late nights at the pool and cookouts and uh, like, you know, going back to going up into high school, like, you know, driving around with your friends, like, you know, just listening to God, what, what, let, let's think summer 2014, Selena Gomez, um, Avicii. Oh my God, this tastes exactly like the Avicii concert I went to at Jiffy Lube Live. Um, I think my junior year, maybe my senior year of high school. R.I.P. Avicii, by the way. I love him. He, he was a talented man. Levels? Unparalleled. On a different levels. <laughs> Doesn't work. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyhow. What I like about the watermelon is that much like a watermelon, it's extremely flavorful without being overly sweet. This doesn't have the same sort of like eh, chemically thing as the black cherry. Um, and it is sweet. I th it's definitely sweeter than like a lime or a ruby grapefruit or a lemon, but it, it isn't, it, it's also just more flavorful. Like I feel like it has a really good like depth of flavor and it tastes exactly like a fucking carbonated watermelon. Yeah, go ahead. After that golden review of the lemon, I felt like... Rumi's cracking open a lemon. Um, we got to get more claws for the place, for our ramen night tomorrow night. I wonder what we're going to watch. Probably Kipo, right, if Alana's coming over? Yeah. Probably Kipo, or maybe some more David Attenborough nature documentary. Yeah. I just want to get through Kipo. Yeah. We have a long ways to go. We've been watching with um, Alana, patron and friend of the pod, guest... Guess two times over. Um, the roomie and I have been watching um, Kipo with her, uh, which Kipo and the Wonder Beasts, I believe. It's an animated show on Netflix. And we haven't been very good about 
watching it super consistently. It is a good show. It is interesting. It has a really rock solid soundtrack. Frogs um, that talk. A lot of lots of different animals that talk, like frogs. There's a there's an evil baboon kind of situation. Um, it's really interesting, but. Um, I think now with Rumi and I in a centralized location, I think we'll get together to watch it a lot more because because um, Alana loves us. That's that's the thing, um, and we love Alana. Um, so yeah, we'll probably do do a little bit of that with the ramen tomorrow night. Um, it's gonna be really good. Um, I'm very excited for the ramen. I hope it lives up to expectations. I'll try not to spoil. I mean, I don't have to cook, so <laughs> it, it has already lived up to its expectations. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see when we get there. Um, so yeah, this watermelon, I gotta say, this flavor pack is a lot easier to get through than the first one. And maybe it's just because I was tired of the first one. Maybe it's because it's just like, besides raspberry, I don't really go for any of those flavors. But um, gosh, this one's refreshing. This is a really good, this variety pack is the one that I would get if I was going to a party. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm going to like, particularly like on a hot, you know, it's a rooftop party, it's in the spring, summer, maybe even the fall, if you know, the early fall, you know, or you're, you're pre-gaming, you're about to go to a concert. Like this is just like, this variety pack screams fun to me. It screams like, we're gonna have a good fucking night. Do we remember it all? Who's to say? But we're going to have a good fucking night. I actually, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast, I've never blacked out, not once in my entire life. I'm really proud of that fact. So yeah, the fact that I've never blacked out is a very hard thing for people to wrap their head around. Also, I did just burp, so my apologies. Um, a, little, a little ASMR for you guys. Um, but uh, the fact that I've never blacked out is extremely hard for people to wrap their head around because, um, like I said, if you, knew, if, if, you've know, if you knew me between the ages of 18 to 22, um, I was never not drinking. Like, I, I was, um, I would, I drank every weekend, essentially. Um, and even when I had, like, nights in, I'd be like, okay, are we getting a bottle of wine? Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not, I'm not raw dogging this shit. Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was not on antidepressants. So I think, you know, there's something to be said for that. But um, I did take a test. I did take an online little quiz. I'm not an alcoholic. Um, and I really did like embrace that possibility for a moment because I was like, do I have an unhealthy relationship with alcohol? And I don't believe I do. Um, particularly in my adult life, I think the thing with particularly American teenagers and American college kids, um, half of why alcohol is fun is because it's not allowed. It's because you might get caught and there's a thrill in that. And that's like, you know, that's, that's what actually gets you drunk, is the thrill of like maybe getting in trouble. Um, getting in trouble obviously then sobers you up to a certain extent, but um, I think once I turned 21, I really toned it down. Well, mm, that's a lie. Because, um, <laughs> um, you know, senior year, you know, I, I was like, okay, my GPA is staying where it is. I'm just cranking out a couple of these major classes. I'm not too, too worried about anything. And um, I uh, 
I also was drunk a lot. I was, I was, I would go to bars all the time. I went to the, you know, the fucking um, winery and the brewery and the blah, 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 blah. And, and the day drink and um, I was fucking sick. Anyhow, I never blacked out. And it's because I throw up before I black out. It's because my body rejects the alcohol before it can make its way to turning my brain off. Um, which is good. I think that is a big, I think it's really good, to be honest with you. Um, because I already have no filter and will really just do or say anything for the bit or the story or whatever you want to call it. So my God, thank God that, that there's a defense mechanism against complete and total, I mean, blackout for lack of a better word, for just, just complete chaos. Um, so yeah, God, this watermelon's good. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, White Claws are interesting, man. I don't know. Um, they're just easy to drink. That's the best endorsement I can give. It's not they're really easy to drink, and they're enjoyable to drink. Um, what else? I will say, in my, in my week off, I watched an entire um, show on HBO Max. It's a British... Uh, crime procedural called Scott and Bailey and it stars uh, Saran Jones and this other actress who I can't for the life of me remember the name of um, maybe something Lewis maybe I don't know I might be I might be making that up regardless um, it follows these two female detective detective constables or I think and uh, Detective Constable Inspector, which is like, that's adorable, Britain. Um, I mean like a cab, but like if someone, if like a cop was like, instead of being like, I'm Officer Reynolds, they were like, I'm Detective Constable, Constable Inspector Bailey. I'd be like, hmm, look at you with your, with your big boy badge. Like, look at you with your, hmm, like, you can go grab a pint after you arrest me. Oh. Like, there's just something so cute about the way that they describe it. Um, they also do their Miranda rights differently in Britain. They say, um, they say, I'm arresting you for X murder of whatever. You are not obliged to say anything, but it may hurt your defense if you don't say something in questioning that the, you then use later in your defense. Which, like, that's crazy interesting, because in, in the United States, it's, um, I'm arresting you for the blah, 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 blah. Anything you say can and will be held against you in a court of law. Um, and there's some other things. I, I'm a big, here's the thing, ACAB. I'm a total sucker for propaganda. I love Criminal Minds. I love Law and Order. Um, and I really liked Scott and Bailey. I will say what the frustrating thing about Scott and Bailey was, is that Bailey played by Saran Jones. And now Saran Jones is an, ex, is an excellent actress. She, she was in Dr. Foster with um, Jodie Comer. She was also in um, Gentleman Jack on HBO with um, 
Sophie Rundle, which is a really, uh, really fun show. Um, but uh, she only plays characters who, like, are just, like, desperate to fuck up their lives. Like, I don't, she plays such self-destructive characters, and I think she rocks, but I was just like, girly pop, like, like, in one of the seasons, she marries this, like, kind of bozo, like, uniformed officer, which, like, you know, if you're a detective, like, the uniforms are, like, who you send out as the cannon fodder to, like, do the dirty work, you know? It's like the enlist, it's like, you know, they're like the, they're the dum-dums, you know what I'm saying? They haven't worked their way up yet. And there's, it's like this really cute, like, very nice to her dum-dum, and she marries him and like a few months later is like I married him for the wrong reasons and I'm like girl like get it together Jesus Christ like I don't know I don't know I don't like I don't like seeing the people I like self-destruct in real life and on television um so I watched that 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 was interesting um I am really sad be a little bit because this YouTube channel that I loved called Brit TV, it had all of the um, Agatha Christie Poirot with um, David Suchet and uh, Hugh Frazier and um, all of the uh, Marple, the, the ITV Marple um, on it uh, got fucking taken down by YouTube. And thankfully they made a new one and are re-uploading stuff but I was like damn that's a loss because I would watch those Poirot episodes to death because another great thing about British television they make all their shit an hour and a half like I don't know why like what but like it's like you're basically watching a movie and it's and you know exactly what's going to happen because it's super formulaic it's like and all the episodes are exactly the same you can you, and if you're familiar with Agatha Christie's work, like you can, you know exactly what to look for and how to spot, you know, what happens. It's relaxing as fuck, dude. Anyway, say la vie. Say la vie. Thankfully, I had watched all of the Poirots and all of the Marples, I think. Oh, switch out. Switch out. What are you playing? Just logging into Wi Fi, pre downloading the new Pokemon. Uh, MOBA game comes out tomorrow. What Not, is it? Um, it's a Pokemon game. It's kind of like a League of Legends style game, but you can play as like Blastoise, and there's a skin where he has like a, a straw hat on, like a little vest. There's so much I don't know about gaming. It's cute as hell. I mean, Do we all know what League of Legends is? Because I don't. Um, it's it's like an it's like an RPG, right? It's like kind of. It's called like a MOBA, and I couldn't tell you what those letters stand for. But it's just like, you know, it's, it's the kind of game where you like click a bunch of times really quickly and then like... Shit happens? You win or lose, depending on how much you click and if you click the right spots. I, I, I don't know. I don't play it. But this one has Pokemon in it, so I'm sold. There you have it, folks. Um, I do have a Switch. I generally play Stardew Valley on it. I have been taking a break. I'm excited to get the TV. I want to play Stardew Valley on the TV. Um, right now I'm actually trying to marry Leah in the current game I'm in. Um, I have previously married Maru and Penny. 
And Penny is lovely. Um, she's She's got this gorgeous red hair. She wears this cute little yellow skirt, shirt combo. She's the, the teacher slash librarian. Mm, she's so lovely and she's so nice. We have two kids. Um, but I haven't, I've, I've abandoned them really as a, as a mother. Um, but you know, they'll probably live. I mean, they're not alive. They're a video game and, and time stops when I'm not playing. Cause just, I'm just because they're fake doesn't mean they're any less real. <laughs> Correct. Just because they're fake does not mean they're any less real. That's a really good, it's a really good thought. Mm. God, this watermelon's good. Mm -mm -mm -mm. What else? What else do I have to talk about? Mm. Oh, so we live right across the street from a boys charter school and it's called something. And my date was giving me all the tea about it and was saying that it's a really bad like institution um, and that they're super, it's like basically like a military kind of school. Um, and it's really bad apparently. Um, so I don't know, I won't put them on blast. Who knows, I don't want them to accuse me of, libel is written slander, right? Yes. And slander is spoken. So I would be charged with slander, um, not libel. Um, I'd be charged with libel if I made a transcript of this, which I won't until, I don't know. When I start making 50 bucks a month on Patreon, how about that? Then I'll, then I'll pay for it to make a transcript. But um, until then, until then, I don't think anything I'm saying is that valuable to be in a transcript on the internet forever. I mean, it's already on the internet forever, but um, I have plausible deniability now. Um, not that I need it. I don't know. Like I haven't said anything that I'm particularly ashamed of because I do have editing power. Um, someone with a huge cock is riding their motorcycle outside right now. That's so sexy. Yeah. Get, give him a kiss for me too. Mm. I have to put away my laundry. I picked up my laundry. So I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. If I have, forgive me. But I dropped my shit off for wash and fold. Okay. And so I started doing it when I had this hell job that where I was commuting, you know, four hours a day to Stamford. And, you know, it would come the weekend. I'd be like, you know what? I'll pay the extra $10 or whatever so that I don't have to spend my entire Saturday doing laundry because I have no time to myself because of this job. And I got to say, I think it's worth it. Like just based on my budget, uh, excuse me. Um, I think it's worth it. You know, I go once a week, once every week and a half, whatever. Um, and it's not that expensive if you go to the right place. Um, and you save like, I mean, it's like, you know, it takes five minutes to drop it off and it takes five minutes to pick it up. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to taking like three to four hours to do your entire load of laundry um, and having to be like on call basically. 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. Does that make me an adult? I don't know. Like now I'm seeing that like, I feel like it finally clicked for me. Like, oh, my time is valuable and I'm willing to pay a, a premium in order to have that time saved. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be ragging on Bezos too much. Maybe I am Bezos. I don't know. You're not bald. I'm not bald, I have really good hair. It's actually, I'm kind of trying to grow it out right now maybe. It's like a bob. I don't know, we'll see. You look good. You can rock a bob. I mean, I've had one before. You have had one before, it looks great. I've had many bobs before. Are you gonna um, stop dying it? No, never, I'm Thanks. never stopping. I'm, ne I'm gonna never stop dying my hair. It's my look. I can't stop, I can't stop bleaching this head of hair. And I tell you what, my hair, I think does a really good job of getting bleached because it doesn't get super dry. I mean, it's dry for like the first few days, obviously, but like once I condition it a few times and do like a hair mask or whatever, like it is extremely moist. No, <laughs> I don't know. What's uh, wet? I don't know. It's just like, it's not dry, it's healthy. That's so interesting that we call hair dry and then the opposite of that is like greasy, but like that's not actually the opposite of dry, like in the English language. So like, and my hair's not greasy, especially not right now, I washed it last night, but um, it's not wet. It's not even moist or damp, it's, but it is not dry, I don't know. I don't know, I should ask a hairdresser. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, what else? I have like one and a half more sips. Will you please hand me the other two in there? Make sure your patients want to see my eggs. Yeah. Sure, which one? Which one do you want? Both, or, uh, both, bring both over, yeah. Well, I think I'm gonna fucking nail these. Let's take a peek. Here, Rumi, hold on. Let's. Check out my eggs, they're marinating. Here, hold them in this little square right here. Hold them in front of my finger. Oh, okay, I see. Do you wanna, here. It's a good spot for eggs. Oh, um, these are my eggs for tomorrow's ramen. I'm marinating them in soy sauce and mirin and some water. Uh, they're going to be delicious, soft boiled for six to seven minutes. Hopefully that gives us a perfect jammy texture inside in the yolk. I know that sounds gross, but trust me, it's great. Um, yeah, I'm very, very much looking forward to these eggs. Do you have anything else you want to tell the listeners while you have the mic? Um, thanks for listening. Um, happy to be here. This is my first appearance in the pod as paying intern of Oh No. <laughs> The podcast. At not bonesaw on, on Instagram. A cruel angel synthesis. That's how I'll or right? That's a your cruel angel synthesis. Yeah, that's your Twitter name. That's how that's how I will refer to you because you don't want to be named for real on the pod. I have no name. Right? Uh-huh. I've just been not referring to you <laughs> with a name. <laughs> I'll introduce myself. We can we can we can use names. Hi, I'm Tommy. Nice to meet you all. That's Tommy. Tommy's my best friend. One of them. You have many best friends. Because you're so popular. I do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I have... Oh, and I tell you what. Okay.
Today, July 20th, Tuesday, July 20th, is the gorgeous Grace Murray's 24th birthday. And let me tell you a story as I finish this watermelon white cloth. Mm. This is what hard seltzer is supposed to be. Grace Murray has been one of my best friends since the seventh grade. Um, she is so amazing and so important to me. And for whatever reason, for the past two or three years, I've missed her birthday. So I remember, I can't, I forget if it was last year or the year before, she texted me on July 22nd. Was like, hey, like, how are you? And I was like, oh my God, hi, how are you? I haven't, I miss you, what's up? And she's like, oh, nothing, you know, just my birthday the other day. And I was like, fuck, and I completely forgot her birthday. So I have to set a calendar reminder now to remember her birthday. I don't know why I forget it. I mean, actually extremely good with birthdays. Like as soon as it's in, I got it. But for whatever reason, I feel like in July, I'm always in the middle of something. And so then it just like completely fucks me in terms of all the birthday stuff. Um, like for example, um, I know that my lovely uncle and my lovely cousin both have birthdays coming up and I'm going to have to text them and I just don't fucking know what day their birthday is. So I gotta, I gotta ask, but regardless, it doesn't really matter. Um, anyway, happy birthday, Grace. I love you so much. So this is coming out the 22nd, but I want it known that I said it on the 20th. I did already text her. I posted on my Instagram story. And I did send her a gift. So, so Grace, hopefully you're going to get the gift tomorrow. I think that's what the shipping company said. But maybe you'll get it on Thursday when this episode comes out, which is great. Um, so, yeah, she rocks. She's one of the greatest people that I know. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. Excuse me. Did you just let the mic to your face to burp into it? No. I just... Oh, you your hand. No, it's, it's a lapel mic. It's a lav mic on my lapel, on my I Henley... It's not your fault you didn't work at the media center. I'm going to open up White Claw number three now. Wow. Hear that? I hope you can. I think you can. I have the mic turned on. Wouldn't it be funny if this whole thing wasn't recorded? Um, I'd kill myself. Anyway, uh, next one. Tangerine, baby. Tangerine White Claw. I think it's interesting that they went with tangerine instead of just like an orange. Um, I think it does well for them though. So, so there's tangerines, clementines, and oranges. I think oranges are the biggest, tangerines next, and then clementines are the smallest. That's what I believe. I could be wrong. I'm open to being wrong. In fact, let's, let's give this a Google. Um, oranges versus tangerines versus clementine. So tangerines are a specific type of mandarin orange. A little less sweet, a little more tart. And then clementines are the smallest of the mandarin oranges. Okay, so that's really interesting. So, so to me, this kind of reads like an Oh, like a, like honey crisp versus Fuji versus red delicious or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
But I think the, the going with the more tart of those three was smart on White Claw's part. And I tell you why. Again, you're getting a super refreshing feel. This right here in the back of your throat, it's really nice. It's like, it's like you just had a sip of like cucumber water or something. It's super refreshing um, and it's really light and it doesn't taste alcoholy at all. Um, so I think they were really smart to go with the least sweet of those three. I think the tartness really enhances the the carbonation and really does well with the um with the seltzer i'm not sure where this stacks i think this probably goes a little bit higher than lemon because it is admittedly a little bit sweeter than lemon um but not by much not by much at all um yeah like i definitely wouldn't kick tangerine out of bed for eating crackers am i right ladies um that's a phrase that I feel like 40 to 80 year old women say, um, I find it hilarious. My mom says it sometimes and um, I think it's like the funniest thing. Like I think it's so, and it's such a good way to describe like your relationship with someone or like how you feel about someone. It's like, listen, like, I wouldn't kick them out of bed for eating crackers. You know what I mean? It's like, it really pinpoints that like perfect intersection between like, not only do I think this person is cool, but even if they aren't cool, they're so hot that it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, 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 um, I don't know if I feel that way about anyone. You can open them out here, you more. Just in my room. Oh. I was pacing. Okay. Well, I guess, yeah, please, here. Now I have someone sitting next to me out, out of frame. frame. Tommy's out of frame. Um, but yeah, to the idea of like not kicking someone out of bed for eating crackers, it's just, to me, it really perfectly encapsulates like how like horny people can get, you know what I'm saying? And so, which is why I find it so funny when people's like mothers say it to me. Um, I would invite people to bed to eat crackers. It's a plus in my mind. Like you're saying eating crackers in bed is like a red flag. Like that's a thing that we're gonna overlook. Eating crackers in bed is cool. We should normalize eating crackers in bed. Well, the thing about eating crackers in bed is that it does uh, give you crumbs. So, get, I don't, crumbs get you mice. Uh, I don't care for either of those things. Well, that's on you. Well, cause you know what I don't like? I don't want my feet to get exfoliated in bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you know, when you don't wash your, when you like haven't changed. So I recent, I usually change my sheets every couple of weeks. Actually. Okay. Pause. I'm going to pause the recording and then I'm going to go back into the story. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, you know, when you like are a person who doesn't live in a place that has, um, in unit or in house laundry <laughs> and Sometimes it's just, so for me, for the past couple of weeks, I knew I was moving uh, this past Saturday. Um, and I was just like, I'll just do my laundry when I get there. Cause like, I don't want to, I don't know. I was just like, I just couldn't be asked, you know? 
Big burp. <laughs> that wasn't a burp. That was a... <laughs> no, but it started as burp. Um, okay. It evolved. It changed. Yeah. We're all growing and learning. I couldn't be... I couldn't be... I couldn't be asked to do my laundry. And so I was just... I had changed my sheets to the ones that I was like, okay, these are going to be on until I move. And then I'll put those in my laundry and yada, yada. Um, so I, but by the end of it, I was like, I was like, how does so much shit get in my bed? Cause I don't eat in bed. Like I, maybe I might, um, on every once in a while, I might have a tiny little snack, maybe a bit of pokey or a fig Newton. But other than that, nada. Nada, baby. Okay, nada. And I was like, what is all this shit? Because it's like I shower. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get how all this just like grit gets into the bed. But I know it's universal. I know that it happens to everyone. That's why we change sheets. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Maybe I don't wash myself well. I don't know. Maybe I'm like a... That's, well, that's the Sandman, right? Like the, the that Sandman is the Sandman. Like okay, little good. Crumbs and sand and like good call. in your bed. To... What do you think of the strawberry cacti? Oh, yeah. Gor- Gorilla uh, Seltzer review here. The strawberry cacti... Um... So cacti, this is the Travis Scott seltzer, and it has agave in it. Okay, let me uh, preliminary, you know, notice. I am one cacti and one white claw in, um, so it, things are tasting a little better than they probably would otherwise. The strawberry, it certainly does taste like strawberry, um, but I'm waiting for the bottom of the seltzer uh, cacti signature taste that Anna was talking about right. a little earlier, where you can just definitely taste. You can all the taste. You can taste it. all the alcohol. You can taste all the agave, and you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was drinking a can of tequila. Yeah. I have to say, I like the strawberry a lot. I drank one last night. Um, so I got the cacti a couple weeks ago mm. when Tommy and Alana came over for maybe Bachelor, and I couldn't find any white claws, and I was just like, oh, okay, like this should be fine. I've heard interesting things about it, and they have a strawberry, and I. This, we will cover this in variety pack number three, but um, I like strawberry flavored things. Strawberries are one of my favorite fruits. It's a good white claw. However, these seltzers have agave in them, which is one of the main ingredients in tequila. And it gives tequila that very like... Tequila taste. Earthy <laughs> flavor, maybe? Earthy taste? Sure. I don't know. I don't know what exactly. I don't know how to describe it. But tequila, like, if if you were like, oh, my God, Anna, here's a shot of Patron, I would throw up picking up the shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't I can't do tequila for the life of me. Um, my dad can't do it either. Um, and, and my mom once called it the devil's rum. <laughs> 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 and, and I agree. And I agree. So thanks, Megan, for that one. Um, but... And you know what I find psychotic? So I do know some people who like tequila as their liquor of choice. I'm like, I totally get that. It, it, some people really like it. Some people didn't, you know, vomit their guts out um, off of tequila multiple times. So I get it, you know. I still like peach schnapps, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, you know, different strokes for different folks. Um, but I, particularly in my adult New York life, excuse me. I burped again. Um, I'll go out to a bar with someone, generally a straight 
woman. And she'll be like, can I get a tequila soda? And I'm like, that sounds horrifying to me. I totally get a vodka soda. I get gin and tonics. I totally get it. But a tequila soda? Do you have a death wish, girly? And they're like, and they're like, oh my God, it's lower calories and there's no, there's no sugar. There's like a super low sugar content in tequila. And I'm like, I mean, we're out. Like, let's like treat yourself to like a, a notch. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't believe it when I first heard, I couldn't believe that bartenders are allowed to make that. I couldn't believe it. Can I introduce you to a drink that a, a straight woman introduced me to? Actually, I met her a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, she introduced me to a tequila cranberry. Tequila cranberry. That's fascinating. It's fascinating, isn't it? The cranberry. And I, did, I was a doubter at first when she told me about tequila cranberry and insisted I ordered one. Um, I did. And it turns out the cranberry, it perfectly cuts down the tequila taste of the tequila mm -hmm. so it just tastes like any other alcoholic beverage with a cranberry highly recommend the tequila cranberry this is this is going to be the new drink the drink of summer 2021 that's so fascinating i mean i i support you in your tequila cranberry ventures i support you when you start your tequila cranberry ventures. i will never i will vomit i will vomit when a drop of tequila touches my lips like it is it is instant the you know, I mean, it's, it's the exact same way how some people are like, I can never do peach burnettes again. You know what I'm saying? I like, can. <laughs> I can't. It's yeah. Fair enough. It's the exact same thing. One, um, one woman's trash is another's treasure. <laughs> what, um, what, uh, the tell for an underage, uh, drinker at the College of William and Mary in a bar was a vodka cranberry. I'd, I'd never ordered anything else until I turned 21. Because I was so worried. I was just like, I just want to get like drunk in this bar fast. And I know that this is cheap. Um, but then I got turned on to gin. And I really like gin. I like vodka. Don't get me wrong. Like I like vodka drinks a lot. Like vodka cocktails. Um, like I love a Moscow Mule and stuff. But I like gin. Gin is my preferred. I love a gin and tonic. I love a gin and ginger. Um. I had a gin and ginger at the Soho house a couple of weeks ago where I saw Judd Apatow, if you guys were interested. Brag! Maude was with him, too. I didn't say hi to him, um, but... Oh. There she goes. <laughs> um, you can step over this also. That would actually probably be less invasive. But then I would get in the way of your patrons. They have so much of it. Yeah, but I, I couldn't take that point five seconds away from them. That's sweet. Um, okay, so we're working through this tangerine. What I think White Claw does very well, particularly in Variety Pack 2 and 3, is they really encapsulate the essence of the fruits that they're bringing into their seltzers, um, which I really appreciate. I think they do a really good job of it. And I feel like this tangerine, you know, it feels it feels like I'm at a soccer halftime. You know what I'm saying? Um, it feels really good to me. Um, I'll be honest, I'm kind of drunk. And you may be able to tell that from how I'm speaking, what I'm speaking about, whatever. But I wanted to give that um, 
you know, disclaimer, as it were. Um, yeah. Um, okay. What else is there to talk about, folks? I always come up with something, right? So it is cancer season as I'm recording this. I know that Leo season is coming up um, maybe on like the 27th or something like that. Um, but I have noticed that I've been extremely emotional and everyone around me has been extremely emotional um, this cancer season. Um, and I love cancers. Um, Anna Suarez, good friend. Birthday was on July 4th. Cancer. Uh, my grandmother, uh, July 11th. Uh, big cancer. Um, a lot of people in my life and my family, and my family in particular, are cancers. Um, but I do think it really hits emotionally for a lot of people. You can walk across. You're fine. I actually, here's a fun fact. I okay. Um. I don't know. This might even be embarrassing to admit. I don't know if you can hear that fire truck outside, but there is a fire truck outside. It's the fire that earlier. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Tommy is an arsonist. Mm. Just, it, just it's in the fire. neighborhood, though. Just in the neighborhood. Um, like, not, nothing crazy. Not quite prolific yet. But no. Like, there's no nickname. Holding my craft. So, um... As, as, as I think pretty much everyone who listens to this podcast knows, my birthday is November 21st. Um, 1996, I was born at roughly 10 p.m. Uh, during a very pivotal episode of ER, according to my mother. And I did um, Google it to make sure that that birth time was correct um, for a reason that I will disclose later. Indeed, the ER episode did start at 10 and <laughs> went until 11. According to my mom, I was born at 10.03 um, which is what I go with. Um, and, uh, I know my mom remembers cause I was her first. Um, but, uh, when I put that into various apps, like the pattern or, co- or co-star, or I do birth charts, it tells me I'm a Sagittarius and I'm not a fucking Sagittarius. Okay. I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio Sag cusp. That's yes. Fucking right. I'm on the cusp of revolution, Tommy, a fellow Scorpio. Um, but I am not a Sagittarius. And so I recently went into my co-star and I was like, what if I was born at like nine o'clock at night and it didn't change, excuse me, my son, my son sign. It still said I was a Sagittarius, but it said I was a cancer rising instead of a Leo rising. So for a long time, I thought I was a cancer rising. And it turns out when I fixed it and said I was born at 10 3 PM, I am a Leo rising, which makes a ton of sense because I love myself and I'm so conceited. Um, And I also get along extremely well with Virgos. Yes, you heard that right. And Leos. I mean, I get along with pretty much every sign. Um, I have one, I actually, pause. Um, with the exception of a few, I generally do not get along with Aquariuses. Um, but there are a couple who I like. 
Um, Capricorns can be tough for me as well, except I do have two extremely good friends who are Capricorns. Um, but uh, I do get along particularly well with um, Aries, Scorpios, and Virgos and Leos. I also get along very well with Geminis. Geminis love me. Um, hmm? Those are your pals. Yeah, Alana's an Aries. You're a Scorpio. Those are the two I know. Yeah. Those are the... Well, Jillian's a Virgo. Well, Jillian's a Virgo Libra cusp. Yeah. Well, she and... Um, have the same birthday. But a year apart. The more you know. September 19th. Love you, Jill. Um, but... Um, and I, uh, but yeah, so, and, and my brother's a Virgo, so I get, I get along extremely well with Virgos. Um, Tauruses, I also get along with very well. Um, I mean, there's not really a sign I don't get along with, with the exception of Capricorn and Aquarius, which I find, um, difficult on the whole. (laughs) You don't know shit about shit. That's right. (laughs) Do you know what your moon and rising are? Um, Okay. Scorpio sun. Yes. Leo rising. Give me a second. Um, my moon is, I believe, Capricorn. Oh, yes, we talked about this. Let me check my co-star to be sure. Check your co-star, because you're the, the you're the f- 13th? November 13th. Yes, okay. Like I said, when a birthday's in my head, it's in my head forever. I had like Fort Knox. Yeah, except for fucking Grace Murray's birthday. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, Grace Murray. I have to Murray. fucking set an alarm for it. I don't know. I sent her a present, okay? Don't worry about it. If you become a good friend of mine, a, a, a good friend of mine, I give really good birthday presents. Would you concur? I do concur. I got a Pabu stuffed animal. Pabu we have matching Pabu's. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. I saw that in one of your crates and I was like uh, Pabu's on my bed right now mm-hmm. Pabu's well Pabu's yeah. on the floor right now yeah. he got knocked off in Pabu the night you so much well I was snuggling with Figgy the penguin you got me last night that's, that's a great name I know right um Tommy got me this really good almost it's like a squishmallow knockoff penguin um and <laughs> he is so cute and I named him Figgy in the Asian grocery store in my house mm-hmm H-Mart right old house I guess old house yeah yeah not H-Mart Okay, what, what's your shit? Uh, your big moon three. Capricorn. Yep, Moon and yeah, Capricorn, Scorpio, Sun and Scorpio. Leo. And yeah, Leo rising. Okay, no wonder we get along so well. No wonder we're both so pretty. We're both so good looking. Beautiful. My mom was actually commenting on how conventionally attractive you are. That was so kind of you Yeah. Yeah, I'll go into more detail off the air. But, um, <laughs> but, but she was like, I mean, Tommy is just so good looking. And I was like, wow. Damn. I'm gonna go I know. Mirror. I'm going to go look in the mirror for a while. I don't think about We that. did make out once. Once. It was a great time. One time. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> On the air. <laughs> Jillian asked us specifically, don't make out. And what do we do? I, okay. It was back when I thought that um, I wasn't a lesbian. It was. And it was back when you were straight. Also, then, yeah, <laughs> it was a weird time. <laughs> it was, I mean, we were what, 19? 
It was, yes, we were yeah. 19 at the time. It was spring in that year, so we both had our birthdays, as we've heard. Yes, guys. yeah, we were we were 19. We were. Yeah. We were in our mm, formative years. We were yet figuring to ourselves. We were figuring shit out, but that was the only time things were ever weird between us. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. Was was that make out and then afterwards for like a week and then it was fine. But that's freshman year for you at a at a at a, at a college that has co-ed dorms, baby. You're the only person in Yates who I made out with. That's simply not true. Isn't it? No. You didn't? Me and Redacted never made out. Remember? Because the night we were going to, he made out with... You're totally right. Oh, my God. Remember that? I do remember that. I do remember that. That was so dramatic. All right. We had fun. (laughs) Oh, Yates. Um, get another claw. Yeah, get another claw. There's a ruby grapefruit, I think. So take that bad boy. That's what they call me, ruby grapefruit. <laughs> that's what, that's what all the folks down at Cubbyhole call me. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Um, what should I wear for my date on Thursday with? That orange romper. Huh? That, or- that orange romper. Oh, the red one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red, orange. It, it's definitely a red orange. It's like a fire blood engine orange. red. Blood orange, perhaps? I don't know if that's what a blood is. No, that's blood. It's that that would be bloodier. Yeah. Well, it'd be orangier too. Yeah. This is this is like a fire engine red romper. It looks great. It looks awesome on me. And here's why it looks awesome on me. I have okay, besides my like intangible, like my non-physical features, my two greatest physical features are my legs and my tits. And this shows both off. And I, and I can also roll up the sleeves to show my tattoos. Tattoos. Yeah. I like the way you said tattoos. It's, I heard Kristen Bell say it once like that, and I was like, I'm going to say it like that. Okay, we're, we're going to finish up this tangerine. Yeah, I think you're mm. right that romper, though. It's the way to go. I think she'll like it. Um, tangerine, refreshing from start to finish. I think that here's okay. Here's here's what I say. So like when you're introducing like your parent who like has been drinking alcohol for a long time to White Claw, you give them a ruby grapefruit or a lemon, and then you move on to tangerine. Like tangerine would be your third pick for that demo. You know what I'm saying? For your parent who's like, I like vodka sodas. It's like okay, then you. I think you might like this. You know this White Claw. But it definitely falls into like this citrus category, right? It definitely is like, okay, this is a citrus and like it does well, but it is sweeter than a ruby grapefruit, a lemon, or a lime. And, you know, whether that's good or bad is up to you. For me, it's personally good. I, I would pick it probably over a lemon or a lime or a ruby grapefruit. But, um, it uh, you know, if you don't like sweet necessarily, a tangerine is still a good choice. Like, of, of the many which you can pick from, a tangerine is all right. Okay. Party people. Folks with an X. We're going on to our fourth white cloud. <laughs> folks with an X is the most annoying shit in the world. Yeah, okay, because you know, because you know what was already gender neutral, folks with a KS. What the fuck? 
What the fuck? Why did we make it with an X? So annoying. Also, women with an X, BT dubs, just so you knows, goes back to um, turf ideology. So, turf being trans exclusionary radical feminist. Turf being JK Rowling. Yes. Um, I, the the acronym of turf I just explained in an example would be J.K. Rowling. Ooh wee! Ooh wee! And they be lining down the block. Just to watch what I got. I don't want to get copyright claimed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Fergie. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Fergie. Fergie, we didn't mean to. Um. I remember when she did that national anthem? I do remember when she did that national anthem. That was so fucked up. Um, okay, so There's we're on to our time. fourth and final flavor of White Claw Variety Pack 3. Well, actually, okay, pause. Before I do that, I'm going to pause and then re. This is my favorite in the pack. Okay. We're back for the, third, for the fourth part and final White Claw flavor. Mango! Now, this is a good one. Oh my god, my date just texted me. Ooh, okay. Okay. So, mango is definitely one of the sweet, one of the sweetest of the white claw flavors. Um, it's definitely top four. Um, I, I, black cherry definitely has a beat. Um, and I believe uh, one of the flavors in um, variety pack number three has a beat, but I don't want to spoil that. So it's definitely sweet, but it's a light sort of sweet. You know, um, it definitely has, um, it's not as heavy as a mango is, like if you were to eat a real mango, um, which, you know, can be said for most of these seltzers, considering that they're watered down alcoholic versions. But um I do think, you know, it's important to note. What I really appreciate about the mango is the aftertaste. I think that it has one of the better aftertastes in the, in the canon of, of, of White Claws. I think in the, in the arsenal of the claws. Um, I think it definitely has a really good aftertaste. And it's one that you can just kind of sip on, you know, for the night. And, like, you don't feel like... Um, you're struggling through it, like you're really enjoying every sip, you know what I mean? If you're a White Claw fan, now again, I, I would say this is a really good White Claw to give to someone who hasn't, who, okay. So you wanna give a parent, someone who has a, a more sophisticated palate, one of the citrus flavors, right? For this, if you are like, if you know someone who's like, oh yeah, I like vodka cranberries or whatever, a mango is a good is a good flavor to start with. Same way that like a watermelon, in my opinion, is a good way to start with. Because you're like, okay, this is sweet, but it's not going to overwhelm you. Uh, <laughs> that was a great burp. Thank you. Um, it's sweet and it's flavorful, but it's not going to like ruin your life. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to wake up the next morning and be like, holy shit, what did I drink? Your mouth's not going to taste bad after it. Um, if you make out with someone after this, you'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This is Tommy's favorite flavor. This is my favorite 
favor from Variety Pack 2, beaten out by actually two in Variety Pack 3, but I will not speak on them. No, we have to, we're we're holding off. That's the next solo episode is Variety Pack number three. Um, Um, I don't want to spoil what flavors are in Variety Pack 3. No, media, well, listen, not a lot of people know about Variety Pack number three. It's a, I I feel like, I feel like I was breaking ground with Variety Pack number three, so I don't want to. When you say Variety Pack three, you're not talking about the iced tea flavors. No, I am not. Okay. Those are, um. Are you going to do an episode reviewing those? I'm going to have to, yeah. Then I will not speak on them. And I won't say anything. I've heard on. not good things about the iced tea flavors. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but I'm going to try it because I am nothing if not game. <laughs> you are in this for the bit. In it for the long haul. Listen, depending, you know, so listen, this segment can be called Campion's Claws and I just review White Claws. Or it can be called Anna's Alcohol and I review all different kinds kinds of hard seltzer, hard cider, whatever, you know, we can see how long this goes, you know, let me know if you, if you have an opinion, if you made it this far in the episode and you have an opinion, um, Alana, that that might be the only person who does, but, um, yeah, I think, um, I mean, this is like fun to do. And especially, I mean, you're not like an official guest really, but like, if I had like a guest on to do it with me, like I think that would be really fun. Can I review Variety Pack Three with you? Because that's actually my favorite variety pack. Yeah, hundred percent. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I did. I I didn't want to. I didn't want to pressure you into being perceived if you didn't want to. No, I'll be but. perceived. I'll be perceived for Variety Pack Three. It's okay. my favorite flavor. I have so many good things to say about one particular fa- flavor in Variety Pack Three. Which I'm worried won't get the love that I think it deserves. So I need to come on and fight. Interesting. Fight for my. Um, Interesting. My favorite. Well, I think I'll have to. Well, I think I'm going to do another solo episode next week, so we can film this next Tuesday night. Okay. Do you have work? Let me check my schedule. (laughs) (laughs) I ordered Tommy and I a calendar for our fridge so that we can have a master schedule, (laughs) because because we're we're bordering on codependent. Mm -hmm. Um. But we're I, not quite there. Ordering is generous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy goes, I think I'm going to leave the apartment tonight. And I'm like, oh, do you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> the answer, yes. Yes. Um, I do work next Tuesday. Okay. Until 8.30. 8.30? Okay, well, then we can do it Wednesday. Do you work Wednesday? Believe it or not. <laughs> please don't hate me. <laughs> I work Wednesday. <laughs> I'm what about Sunday? Out. What about Sunday? I never work Sundays. Oh, great. Okay, we can do it Sunday after I get back from Miami. 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 <laughs> I'm going to Miami this weekend. Enjoy the beach. I get back at 3.30 in the afternoon. I hope you see Redacted. Redacted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the numerous people we know in Miami right now. It was redacted with like four people it could apply to. The person Tommy just referred to is so tertiary on my like people I'm aware of list. Yeah. I don't even think I follow them on Instagram anymore. I think I unfollowed. I kind of have to start unfollowing people um, when they start. So they have like a caption and then the com- they comment below that caption with all the hashtags to like get them influencer noticed. Mm, and this was one of those people. Yeah. You got, you got, that's not the part of the algorithm you want to be appealing to. Like, you, that's, that's not your, it's like, not your scene. It's like hashtag abs, hashtag Miami, hashtag Miami boy, hashtag Miami man. You want to be hitting the part of the Hashtag single in Miami. Those people. 
Precisely. I want to be in, I want to be in meme territory. Yes. That's the place to be. I want to be in meme territory. I want to be in, um, book review territory. I don't know. Also like the gay, well, pause. The gay men do that. And the gay, and then the certain, the certain gay lesbians do that. Gay lesbians. That's, (laughs) that's, um, that's, uh, redundant, (laughs) isn't it? Um, Here's, I love being a lesbian. Let's, let's get that out of the way. Anyone who knows me, I feel knows this, but there is a certain breed of lesbian that I'm like, shut the fuck up. And it's like, to me, it's like the lesbians who are trying to make, who are trying to like live a straight life as a lesbian. You know what I'm saying? It's like this idea of like, we are, and it's not even, and this isn't even like, um, this doesn't even go into like, like, I love it when a le- when lesbians have like little families and like, you know, are, you know, have a house together and get married. Like, that's awesome. So we're not talking about like queering nuclear family. Here. No, 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 no. This is, this is more like, this is more the idea of like <laughs> queering toxic relationships. <laughs> like, that's what I really hate. And I, and it's so real and like don't get me wrong like there are definitely toxic people who happen to be gay you know what i'm saying but like it shouldn't be your personality trait either way like you shouldn't be like "Mm, i only go for toxic girls because i'm a toxic girl it's like okay go to therapy or like start a journal stop drinking whatever it is you need to do do it because like it doesn't make it look good queen like and and it's your right to be as toxic or not toxic or, or as available or whatever as you want. But like, Jesus Christ, girly pop, like you were in the closet for however many years to just have like guy, girls with undercuts, like pause, mm. Not all girls with undercuts, but like you, you were in the closet just to have like some girls who are like either denying their sexuality or like trying to fit into like masculinity, try to like undermine you. Like that's bullshit. (laughs) Not all girls. Not all girls with undercuts. Okay. Some of them are so nice. Anyway. I also, Snapback but I, I don't think I've talked to you about this, but, um, I made a TikTok about this TikTok at I am the campion three. If you're interested, right um, well, yeah, as you should. Um, but I, I made this TikTok about how like there's this trend going around on, well, there was at least, um, of like lesbian red flags or whatever. And it was all this shit that like. I don't know. It kind of pissed me off. Like a lot of it was kind of like, um, a lot of it would be super valid. So it would be like, you know, all their exes are crazy, which is like totally a red flag. I completely agree. And then it would be like lesbians from long Island. Like I don't trust them. And it's like, okay, I get it that it's like a joke and like you're progressively getting more joking, but like, these are like real people who are like in the closet and who like, um, are feeling super isolated and alone. And I felt like the trend was really contributing to that. So I made a lesbian green flags video. Um, what are some green flags? Some green flags. Anyone who likes animals. Here are my lesbian green flags. And when I say lesbian, um, 
I mean, like, uh, I, I, I am including bisexuals and, and, and just sapphic women in general. Like, any, any, and, and really any non-man who likes a woman. Like, I completely get it. Um, I just say lesbian because, like, for me, that's the easiest way to describe, like, the relationship that you might be trying to pursue, which is two women slash non-men engaging in romantic vibes. You, you say lesbians liking women is a green flag, or <laughs> liking animals. Lesbians, <laughs> any, if they like animals, that's a green flag. Um, you don't want mice in our apartment, though. I uh, No, I hate mice, but I love dogs, and I like cats. But what are mice? I mean, but mice are, I, I like them in the abstract. I want them in the fields where they belong. I don't want them in our apartment. You don't want them in our apartment either. You're just you're being, right. you're, you're right. just being contrary. No I think mice um, are so cute, but I don't want them pooping everywhere. I don't, if you came home with a mouse, I would kick you out. Okay. And I'd have every That's right fair. to. Yeah. What if it was a tortoise? <laughs> if it was a tortoise? Yeah. We've been talking about a tortoise because Tommy's mom has a tortoise that she wants to get rid of. <laughs> wants to give us to. In the nicest way possible. Yeah, yeah, wants to get rid of. But um, we don't have room for a tortoise, to be honest. No. I, I mean, we have room for, we could get a cat or a dog, mm -hmm. I think, and it would be fine. But we don't yeah. have room for anything that needs like a cage. Yeah. We and need. tragically, I am allergic to cats. Tragically. Pickle and bean, Tommy's, Tommy's cats and... My ex-roommates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ex-roommates' cats um, are lovely and tragically broke me out in hives. Yeah. It was brutal. I had hives for, I'm not kidding, three weeks. It's Pickle's it, fault. It was, it was, I went to go dog sit after and I bought, um, like, oatmeal bath solution in order to take a bath at the house I was dog sitting at to get rid of the hives. Not allergic to dogs, only cats. I think something about how um, like fine their hair, their fur is, and the dan the particular dander with cats. I don't know. It gets me, but dog hair doesn't get me at all. Anyway, I've also had dogs forever, and I, we never had cats because my mom was allergic. So maybe that's part of it too. So it runs in the family type deal. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get a dog. We can. I need a creature. I, I would, I know, we have to get a couch for <laughs> I need something to hold in my arms and say, you stupid little baby, I love you so much, you're so cute. Let me smooch you on your little forehead. And it can't be a frog. Not a poisonous one. Well, it wouldn't be poisonous to me. I mean, well, I saw that um, one of our mutual friends, Annika, talked about how poison, a poisonous dart frog, part of the reason it's poisonous is because of what it eats. Yeah. So we could, in theory, get one. We could just feed it non-poison things. And um, it should be totally fine. And it would just be a dart frog, like a normal dart frog. No poisonous. No poison. No but poison. I just, we don't have room for a cage or a crate. That is correct. I mean, we have room for like, like we could fit a dog crate under like the dining room table or something. But whenever we get that. It'd be tough to fit any, any tanked creatures around. In a space that would be reasonable for them to live in. You know, Precisely. We, we, like, could, we could totally abuse our animals, but I have no intention of doing so. I don't want I to. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't want to abuse animals either. That's not my vibe. Um, my brother worked as a vet assistant for many years, so I love animals. Uh, 
That time you purposely ripped into the mic. I saw that. No, I put the mic over here. Are you kidding me? Okay, I guess I didn't see I that. would never subject my listeners to that. We're coming in on the back half of this mango my club. What? You know, it was interesting. I was FaceTiming friend of the pod, good friend of mine, Margo, before this. I was so tired. And I was like, I got to drink four fucking white gloves on camera tonight. But I tell you what, it's fun. It's fun. I was taking a nap. I woke up like 10 minutes before this whole thing started. I was like, you know what? I'll match Anna's white claws as she goes along. That's really sweet slowly. of you. Then I'm, you know, well, you're I'm one here. behind. That's not true. I drank, mm-hmm. two, I drank two cacti's and this is my second white claw. Oh, so you're at the same... If we're talking percentages, I'm actually... Not to brag. Ahead. <laughs> Why? Oh, because I guess this is seven... The cacti's mm-hmm. are 7% alcohol. Travis Scott gifted us with a 7% alcohol seltzer. Thank you, Travis. Travis, I don't forgive you for the getting involved in the Kardashians. Travis got involved in the Kardashians? Yeah, he's Kylie Jenner's baby daddy. Stormy. What? Google it. I'm going to Google this. I know nothing. I know nothing. You're so disgusting. Stormy. Stormy Webster. Where does this Webster come from? That's Travis Scott's real last name. It's Scott. No, it's not. That's his rapper name. If you were going to make yourself a fake last name, like a, like a pseudonym, why would you go from Webster to Scott? Perhaps, like, Webster is a very, like, normal Travis Scott name. goes hard. Travis Scott does go hard. But as far as last names go, like Scott... There's a lot of people with the last name Scott. I don't know. Like, that's not too special. Or maybe that's the last name he... Maybe that's, like, his mom's last name and, like, mm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's... But does Travis Scott go harder than Travis Webster? Yes. I just answered my own question. Obviously, Obviously. Yes. Coming, coming out of my mouth, I knew I was wrong. Travis Scott... I'm sorry, Travis. You're right. Did You're you see right. that Storm Kanye... Webster, great name, though. Kanye West produced the new Lil Nas X track. <laughs> he did. And it was a great track. It was a great video. Oh, well, that video was good, but he hasn't released the track yet. I think that. I think that. it comes out Friday. Preemptively, it's a good track. I don't need to listen to it to know that Lil Nas X has gifted us with another banger. I love Lil Nas X. I'd kiss him on That's the mouth right. if he wanted. He doesn't want, yeah. but... If he did, I would also kiss Lil Nas X. He'd probably want with you. If he wanted to. Let's see, you know? Let's see where it goes. Who's to say? Maybe Who's to, to say, it. folks? <laughs> Anyway, oh my god. Um, ba, 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 ba. Okay, so, uh, God, I hate fucking Ben Platt. And <laughs> what did Ben Platt do to you? The here he did this. It's Ben Platt and Caitlin Deaver in the Dear Evan Hansen trailer. I've actually talked about oh. this multiple times on the podcast. <laughs> Never mind. I take back what my Ben Platt do. I think Ben Platt looks like a monster here. <laughs> he looks younger in real life. He looks, I don't know why they did what they did. He looks heavily middle-aged there. 
He looks hard middle-aged. Oh, As boy. With the receding hairline, I can say this hair's hairline looks rough. There. Well, and the thing is, they, they gave him... It, it was like he had, like, grown his hair out over the pandemic because he, like, couldn't get a haircut or whatever. So he had... It was like if he had short hair, like, when he did when he was actually playing Evan Hansen on Broadway, I feel like it would have been better. He... To me, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, because Tommy has noted. Ben Platt in the Dear Evan Hansen trailer looks like Kyle Mooney parodying the Dear Evan Hansen trailer. <laughs> you just put the mic closer to my face yeah, to get so my that they laugh. could hear the laugh. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's all I gotta say is he does. All right, folks, we're coming up on my last sip here of the mango white claw. Mm. Done. Four white claws housed. Okay. I'm going to put up my rankings right here. So I believe I ranked last video. I had raspberry number one, lime, pause, ruby grapefruit number two, lime number three. Black cherry number four. So I'm adding these four in, okay? So there's eight spots. Watermelon is number one. Raspberry number two. Mango number three. Tangerine number four. Lemon number five. Oh, this is cacti. Did I say mango? You did say mango. It was number mango three. Mango was number... Three, three or four. four and then lemon was number four okay and did i say raspberry that was number one i believe no water okay so Maybe raspberry was number two. watermelon number one raspberry number two mango number three tangerine number four lemon number five uh ruby grapefruit number six lime number seven Black cherry number eight. Okay, so that's what's gonna be lined up right along this exposed brick. Um, and next week, I'll be back to rank variety pack number three. Probably with Tommy. Yay. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, definitely, if you're listening on iTunes, rate and review. Um, the full video will be on Patreon, so subscribe to that if you're interested in that. Um, if you don't want to donate to the Patreon, if you don't want to do a monthly thing necessarily, um, you can do a one-time situation to the coffee. All patrons and coffee donors get stickers. Um, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at OhNoThePod. And other than that, um, I will catch you guys on the flip. Thanks so much. It's that time of the episode where I thank the greatest people in the world, my patrons, Grace Murray, Alana Coleman, Kira Sears, Jillian Townsend, Schaefer Nelson, Clay Moyhan, Haley Pregnall, Caroline Phelan, and Stephen B. You guys are amazing. I love you all so much. And if you're interested in hearing these silky dulcet tones of my voice say your name and get access to exclusive content, please do check out the Patreon. Ono's theme song was written, performed, and recorded by Katie Stahl and Mackenzie Haight. And the amazing cover art was done by Devante Burse, uh, at Vante Burse on all socials, at Designed by Devante on Instagram.